Welcome to the teaching ministry of Rev. Daryl Baker, pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship. Pastor Baker is fulfilling the call of God on his life to preach the Word of God without compromise. Raising up disciples who through faith in God will have a powerful impact on our world. May you be blessed through the message that Pastor Baker has to share with you today. May God's very best be yours. He's more than enough. I said he's more than enough. And I'm going to teach you a key about faith. That if you truly believe he is, for whatever you have need of, you got to release it to him tonight. And from that moment forward, if anybody ever asks you about that situation, guess what you declare? You declare what the word says. See, faith doesn't say, once you release faith, faith doesn't say what the circumstances say. Faith says what the Word says. Brother Hagin said one of the greatest truths I learned about healing, for example, once I got in faith for healing, people asked me, how you doing? I would say, I am, according to the Word of God, healed in Jesus' name, and therefore I stand upon that Word. Amen. See, you're not denying that, that situation exists, but you've already dealt with it. I said you've already dealt with it. So once you do, you've got to stay in faith. You got to stay in faith. So when people ask you and you go to talking all about the situation again, well, I got this and that and that and that. See, I got this, I got that, I'm dealing with. It. See, you got out of faith. You got out of faith. Brother Hagin said the, one of the keys that Christians don't understand for whatever they're believing God for, once they get in faith, if that situation comes to your mind, if people bring it up, what do you do? You say what the word says. Well, how are you feeling? According to the Word of God, my body's healed. Therefore, I'll, I declare I'm healed in Jesus' name. What? We don't go by feelings. We don't walk by sight. You don't say, I feel healed. Why? We don't go by feelings. We go by the Word of God. Well, how's your financial situation? I'm so grateful to know God's Word declares He supplies all my need. Praise God. So that need is met. Jesus' name. Glory to God. You got to get in faith and stay in faith. Say it. I got to get in faith and stay in faith. It's not enough just to get in faith. You got to believe it in your heart. You got to believe. can't just say it with your mouth and not believe it in your heart. But the power of what we know, Scripture teaches, what a powerful principle. What a powerful principle. If you believe anything. Now, this, the sad part is it includes things that aren't good for your life. But if you believe anything in your heart, Jesus said, and speak it with your mouth, you'll have it. Amen. That's what Jesus said. Yes. That's what yes. Jesus yes. said. That's what the Son of God yes. said. Amen. That Where's that? Mark eleven twenty three. 23. If you believe something in your heart and say it, he said you will have. Amen. Now let me help you, church. When it comes to things of God, your part is to believe that you receive. Your part is not to see that you have. You listening? Your part is not to see that you have. Your part is to believe that you receive. Stay in faith. God will see that you have. He watches over His Word. His Word, not the world's Word, not what the world says, not what Satan says. He watches over His Word to perform it. For some of you, this is your breakthrough moment if you'll get it. But see, you got to believe it in your heart. Believe it in your heart. Now, some of you struggle. I'm just speaking by the Holy Ghost. Some of you struggle with this. I'm going to tell you why. Because you're double-minded. 
Your mind's not your brain. Your mind's in your soul. It's what you fix and focus your attention on. If you fix and focus your attention on spiritual things, it brings life, zoe, and peace. But see, if you constantly allow your mind to be fixed on carnal things, fleshly things, guess what it does? It brings death. It brings separation from Zoe life. It brings turmoil. <clears throat> it brings frustration. It brings stress. It brings fear. I'll tell you, I don't care what anybody says. The Bible's absolutely truth. Absolute truth. I said the Bible's absolute truth. You want to know why people struggle with anxiety? I'm going to tell you why. Because they haven't learned to master their mind. So thus saith the Bible. Thus saith the Bible. Be anxious for nothing. In everything, through prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God. Well, how do you let your request be made known to God? You focus on spiritual things. You know what God has said. Are you listening? So whatever you have need of tonight, all you got to do is know in the Word of God, it's already established. It's already so. My part is to now believe that in my heart. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not next month. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Not when I feel better. Not when it looks better. No. Say, my part is to believe I receive. You need to get this. This may be the only ministry you get tonight. My part, say it again, is to believe I receive. God's part is to see that I have. Don't try to do God's part, church. Well, when is that going to happen? You're trying to do God's part. Your part, believe you receive. If you believe it in your heart and you speak it with your mouth, you will have it. And the Bible says that you have to hold fast to your confession of faith. You listening? You have a high priest. Say, I have a high priest. Anybody know his name? His name is Jesus. You have a high priest over your confession. Over your confession, Hebrews says. So what does the high priest do? He is the one, the word, that sees that it comes to pass. But you don't have the responsibility to see that it comes to pass. You have the responsibility to stand in faith and declare what God's word says so your high priest can go to work to bring it to pass. But when you waffle in what you say, James said you're a double-minded Man, unstable in all your ways, you'll receive nothing from the Lord. Why? Because it takes getting in faith and staying in faith. This is where so many Christians miss it. So many Christians. They might actually get inspired at a time like this where the Holy Spirit's speaking. And they might believe and they might release their faith. And before they walk out the door, they're already speaking contrary. Well, how are you feeling? Well, I don't know. Not too good. Believe in God for that to change, though. That's not how you stay in faith. Jesus can't bring that confession to pass. I'm helping you. Jesus cannot bring that confession to pass. He's the high priest, book of Hebrews, over your confession. I'm going to give you one more thing. The Bible says that you and I are not to consider, you listening? We're not to consider what is seen. We are not to consider the circumstances. Doesn't mean you deny them. We just don't think about them. We don't consider them. We don't focus on them. Romans chapter 4 says that Abraham received his promise. Why? He considered not. What did he not consider? His body. When God gave him a promise, did they have a baby the next day? No. 
But what did Abraham not do? He did not consider his own body, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So it's not enough not to consider. You have to not consider. I said you have to not consider. You have to not consider the circumstances. You have to not consider your body, your situation, your finance. You can't consider that. So what do you consider? I'll tell you what you consider. Book of Hebrews again, chapter 12. You consider Jesus. The Word. The Word. The Word. The Word. The Word. And the high priest over your confession. That's what you consider. It's not enough to, to consider not. you got to consider something. Your mind's going to try to consider something. Come on, somebody. Help me preach tonight. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you tonight. I want you to learn this. If you got nothing else tonight, this is a powerful truth about walking by faith. So you and I have to do what? Get in faith, stay in faith. We got to believe what God's Word says in our heart first, because if you don't, this won't work. If, if you don't believe what you're, what you're coming up to this altar tonight to see God move in in your life and do, if you don't believe it in your heart, I can already tell you it won't happen. I can already tell you that. Because the Bible says you got to believe it in your heart. With the heart, man believes. Romans chapter 10. And with the mouth confession is made. Unto what? Unto salvation. Which means what? It means healing, deliverance, whatever you need. It's an all-inclusive word. It's not just being born again. Salvation is a package deal. I said it's a package deal. But you got to do what? Believe it in your heart. Believe it in your heart. Believe it in your heart. So right now, you make sure you adjust what you know the Word of God says to your heart, and you simply lay hold of it with your heart. Just as a child, just as a simple childlike faith, act of obedience, quit allowing everything else to convince you or make you think that you can't have it. Because I'm going to go one step further by the Holy Spirit. You ready? The Bible says you've been justified by faith. How were you justified? By faith. How do you remain justified? You are already justified. It doesn't say you're continually being justified. You are justified by faith. If you put your faith in Jesus Christ, guess what you became? Justified. What's that mean? Declared righteous. And if you've been declared righteous, guess what that means? I have rights. I have rights. Are you listening? This could be the best sermon you get all night. I have rights. What's that mean? I have a right to all that Jesus himself purchased and paid for. He paid the bill. He paid the bill. I didn't pay it. He paid the bill. Well, I don't think I deserve this, Pastor. I've done this or this or this. Well, listen, have you got unconfessed sin in your life right now? Hey, just it don't take but a minute to deal with it. Repent right now. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. I know I did wrong. I confess my sin. I repent. I thank God you forgive me and cleanse me of all sense of unrighteousness. And now I know I still have right standing with you. Not because of what I've done. Because of what Jesus did. If you're justified, shout amen. amen. That was weak. If you're justified, shout amen. amen. So what you just declared is, I have rights. Yes. Not because of what I've done. Not because of what I said, because of what God said. Do you don't think the Father doesn't love you enough to want to see you healed? Let me tell you how much the Father loves you to want to see you healed, delivered, and answers to prayer come to pass. Let me tell you how much He loved you and how much He proved it. Jesus died for you. He didn't die for no reason. He didn't die to just take you to heaven. He died to give you a victorious life. 
If you've been born again, you're justified. Meaning what? I have rights. I've been made right with God. Well, how do I know what those rights are? They're in the last will and testament of the one that died for you and rose from the dead. Amen? And all we got to do is go to that new covenant and say, that's God's last will and testament of what I have a right to. Everything that the blood of Jesus paid for, I have a right to. I'm an heir. I'm not an heir because I did something great with my life to prove to God I deserve it. I'm an heir because I put my faith in the one that died for me. I'm one who is an heir because of the blood that was shed for me. So if you're born again, you're justified. Meaning what? Just as if I never sin. I've been made right with God and therefore I have what rights. So one of the keys of what the devil does to hinder people's faith once again we're back to the two-minded person. Your mind, that inner reasoning of you, it's not your brain up in your head. It's your mind. It's within you. In your soul. That mind that reasons things out all of a sudden starts looking at stuff from the natural. You're looking at the outward man. You're looking at the circumstances. You're looking at the problems. Guess what you're not going to do? Walk in faith. You're double-minded. What does the mind that walks in the blessings of God do? Focuses on the Spirit. Focuses on the things of the Spirit. Focuses on everything I just told you and what God said. And when the devil tries to convince you, you don't deserve this, what do you focus on? Uh Uh-uh. I ain't listening to that lie. I said, I ain't listening to that lie. I don't deserve it because I did anything to earn it, devil. That's true. But you know what? I have a right to it because I'm a child of God. And you know it. Sadly, he knows it better than most believers. Are you with me? So let's, let's review real quick. Understand this. You got to believe in your heart. Say, God, believe in my heart. Whatever you believe in your heart, speak with your mouth. Jesus said, you will have it. So what's my part? Believe I receive when I pray. What's my part? Believe I receive when I pray. When are you going to get it? After you believe you receive it. After you believe you receive it. When do I believe I receive it? Before you get it. In the natural. Before you get it, you got to believe you receive it. My part again, say it, is to believe I receive. God's part is to see that I have. Say this, once I believe, I receive, I got to stay in faith. I have a high priest. Jesus, who has gone into heaven, proving what I have a right to. My high priest watches over the confession of my words in line with the word. If I speak in line with the word, I have a high priest who will see to it that I have what I have said. My part, stay in faith. My part, not be double-minded. That I focus my mind on the Word, God's promise, what He's done for me. I'm justified, declared right with God. Therefore, therefore, I have a right to everything Jesus purchased because of His blood. Not because of me, but because of Him. Now, once I begin to step out into faith, I got to stay in faith. Therefore, if it comes to my attention for what I'm believing for, 
I will declare what God's Word says. Nothing more, nothing less. In Jesus' name. Father, we come to you tonight with a revelation of the truth of your word, of knowing what we have a right to. You are Jireh. You are Jireh. You are Jireh. You are more than enough. You're the God who's more than enough. More than enough. And all we got to do is put our faith in what your word says that Jesus accomplished for us. Even people streaming right now, they can do it. If we would get in faith and stay in faith, we would be amazed at how things could change. Most Christians don't either get in faith and or stay in faith. Many Christians do honestly never start off in faith because they're hoping they're not believing. They're hoping something will change. They're hoping after they pray, they'll feel different. They're hoping after they actually exercise faith, something will seem different. That's not faith. I said that's not faith. Believing we receive is what we do to release our faith the moment we pray. And when we do, God goes to work. God goes to work. Our part is to believe we receive. Your part is to see that we have. We got to stay in faith. You're the high priest over our confession. So right now, just lift your hands to him now. Right now we come to you. We've got to know what your word says. We, we can't release faith for something. We don't know it's the will of God for our life. But if we know what the word says, we already know God's will. We already know what you said. We already know what your promise is. It's your last will and testament. It proves our inheritance. It proves what we have a right to. In Jesus' name. So for every individual, I can't lead them. They got to do it themselves. They got to release their faith right now to say, Father, I believe I receive whatever they're needing right now. Right now, do it. I believe I receive. Tell them. You got to tell them, I believe I receive this healing in my body. I believe I receive the provision in my life. I believe I receive this circumstance turned around because this is not the will of God for my life. I know what your will is. I believe I receive. You're moving on my behalf in every situation where I'm believing you for according to the word of God. I believe I receive. And you got to start declaring it. I believe I receive. Whatever you're believing for, say it. I believe I receive healing in my body. I believe I receive blessing and provision in my life. All the needs that I have met, I believe I receive. You got to keep saying it. Get it real in your heart and decree it and say it until you know, I believe I receive. And that means, you know, as you're saying it, all of a sudden you'll get it. You'll say, I got it because I believe I receive. That's my part. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, for all those who have actually done what the Bible says and believed in their heart to receive and release their faith, then from this moment forward, all they got to do is stay in faith. That's all they got to do. When this comes to their own mind, nobody bringing it up. All they got to do is say certain statements just like the following. I believe I have received, Father. I believe I have received that promise. I believe I have received and declare what it is. And because I believe I have received it, I thank you for it. I thank you for it. I thank you that it's so. In Jesus' name, I rejoice and give you praise for what you did to provide this for me. I thank you that it's so. I thank you that it's so. How are you feeling? According to the word of God, I'm healed. Praise the Lord. That's all I need to say. According to the word of God, I'm healed. But I happen to know, according to the word of God, I'm healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And then throughout our day, Lord, we've got to stay in faith. You're the high priest of our confession. How do we do that? I believe, Father, that I have received. 
Not going to. I believe that I have received what I've asked of you. Therefore, I thank you for it. I thank you that it's done. From this moment forward, that situation, that's all we got to do. I believe I have received it, Father. I believe that. Every time we think about it and then say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I have. Thank you, Lord, that I have it. Thank you, Lord, that I have it. Thank you, Lord, that I have it. It belongs to me. Thank you, Lord, it's purchased by the blood. Jesus' name. And it's that simple. And we know that if we stay in faith, our high priest will see that it comes to pass. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Jireh, the one who's more than enough. Same God. (laughs) Same God. He's done this for thousands of years. For every individual who will simply learn the simple truths of how to walk by faith. And we thank you for it. Jesus' name. Now, I pray that you would deal with any of us individually if we are allowing our minds to in any way get consumed and focused on carnal fleshly things. We need to start correcting that because that's going to help. That's going to uh, hinder, not help our faith. That's not going to help us. If we constantly focus on and, and feed on and get our minds set on things of the flesh, that's not going to help us to stay strong. We've got to stay focused on the things of the Spirit, the Word of God. Meditating on the Word. Meditating on the things of God, loving on God, thanking God, praising God. I said praising God. I said praising God in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. Now, Father, I thank you for this very powerful, simple word that you gave us tonight. I praise you for every answered prayer. I praise you for the word to come to pass because your word is truth. And you do what you say. If we'll do our part, you'll do yours. I'm not the one who tries to get it. I'm the one who believes I've received it. You'll see that I have it. You'll see that I have it. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? We pray that you are blessed by the message Pastor Baker shared with you today. For more spiritual resources that can help you in your walk with God, or to invite Pastor Baker as a guest speaker, just go to our website at cffchurch.com. You will find additional teachings by video, audio, and printed resources that will be a blessing to you. May God's very best be yours.